Hi, and welcome to the SEO podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, one of the owners here at EWR Digital. And my name is Matt Bertram, the lead strategist at EWR Digital. Go team strategy. Yeah. Gotta like that. Matt and I, we are broadcasting live from Houston, Texas, um, and we've got a, a pretty phenomenal article here. Uh, it's called Enterprise SEO Content Opportunity Dynamic Creation and Scale. That's I a great like, title. I feel like that should have dun, dun, dun afterwards, right? Like dun, it's, dun, dun. Yeah, it's good. Uh, this is from Lamuel Park, Patif to you. Um, he is affiliated with the, what is it? Bright Surge, Bright? Bright Edge, yeah. Bright Edge, um, which is a, uh, Matt, kind of give a description because you're more familiar with Bright Edge than I Yeah, am. I mean, it's an enterprise level um, tool, very similar to other products out there. Um, sometimes you have to triangulate some of the other products. This uh, pro Bright Edge prides themselves on uh, extremely accurate data. It's kind of like a lot of different tools rolled into one. The thing I like about it the most is like if you're doing multi-location, right? And uh, typically you have to go whatever term they're searching for plus the location to figure out how much search volume's there. But like if you had multi-location uh, and you go, I want to know how well this word and associated words rank together, show me that. And then you can even like group them together. So it's it's really a cool tool. It's a little pricey. Um, you know, it's a little pricey. So. Yeah. Well, cool. So some of this article is, you know, obviously going to be geared towards, you know, automation and such. So we'll kind of bring that up. Uh, and I still think there's a lot of value here uh, worth getting into. Before we get into that article, um, I, I feel like you have a, do you have a, re, is there some oh, yeah, sort of yeah. review I, that I you do have the review? Man, I am like, us? I'm like DJing this whole thing. Like, wicka, 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 Matt. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, let me share my screen. Or maybe it should be Bert, right? Cause you're just, you're going by Bert now. Well, I'm going by Bert, the Bert update. I know we just did a dip, you know, but anyways, yeah, Bert, the Bert update. All right. So this is actually in our pro testimonial tool. So you get a, a little look behind the scenes here as far as uh, what it looks like and all this kind of thing. So let me make that bigger. Hello, I'm the founder of an art startup called Falinga. And I just want to give a shout out to Matt, um, really great guy, really knows what he's talking about, professional uh, all the way through. I uh, didn't know I'm scheduled an appointment with him that was free, uh, booked a 30 minute call with him, the 30 minute call went over actually 45 minutes, he was more than happy to go over and help me out this time, he's very concise, specific, objective, um, knew exactly kind of what my business was about, what my needs are, were, and um, just Really, really knowledgeable uh, uh, when it comes to SEO, SEM, digital marketing, uh, CRO, conversion rate optimization, um, anything that your e-commerce business needs or anything else, I think Matt's got it covered and he's, he's uh, really knowledgeable. Should we play that again? I that, think that, 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 that <laughs> I feel where's the I feel like I need a testimonial too. No, that was that was pretty awesome. And you know, <laughs> the thing that kind of resonated for me on that is like we're we are constantly giving away value. It's actually one of the things we're as a business making sure we're not giving as much value away uh, without charging for it. So that's something that uh, that you know, if we're gonna be on one side of the equation, we'd rather be giving value and and clearly you did just there. Yeah, no, and and that also I think 
is really um, why I love that tool so much, right? So just someone called in, um, we did a discovery call, we looked at a few things um, and I was like, hey man, like, could you leave me a review and send him the link? And he left it right there and boom, that's how easy it is to get a review. I think the data says uh, 40% of the people you ask to get a review, certainly if you uh, feel like you've earned it, they give it to you. And it yeah. makes it so simple. So uh, I just really like Pro Testimonial. I know you've been seeing a lot of those reviews I've been getting. And then you can even, uh, I haven't, um, I guess, dressed it up. You know, you can put music to it. You can put watermarks. You can put, um, you know, slide in, slide out, some some After Effects sort of thing. So uh, just got that one and uh, thought I would share it. So awesome. Awesome. And if you're out there listening to the podcast, if you're watching us on YouTube, just saw that uh, video review, please go ahead and make sure you subscribe, click the notification bell. So you know when a new podcast is launched. And if we could ask you a small favor, please leave us a review. You can go to ewrdigital.com forward slash review. Uh, and that'll or take video you, review, right? Or video review also. That'll take you if you want to experience that and and really go check out that product. Super affordable, like loads of features. It's easy to use. Uh, both for you and for your clients. So protestimonial.com. All right, let's jump in here. Enterprise SEO content, opportunity, dynamic creation, and scale. Dun, dun, dun. So th again, this is from Lemur uh, Park, uh, actually Lemuel, Lemuel Park. The importance of content as a Google ranking factor is inarguable. Uh, you cannot rank a page without content, but long gone are the days of slapping a page with the right keywords up and finding yourself at the top of the SERPs. I'm not even sure you even remember those days. I, re I remember those days, like it used to be easy. I remember when you could change the content on your page, click refresh on the search result, and it would like update the search result based on the change you made on your own page. Like, I, I remember when AdWords was a couple cents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, the good old days. Uh, enterprise organizations face the additional content planning and production challenging challenges of volume, consistency, and scale. Um, how can your enterprise consistently show consistently show up with the most effective enterprise SEO content? These four tips will help you. So let's like jump right into them. Tip number one: deploy enterprise SEO insights at the speed of Google. So he's doing playing a couple of things here, but first we'll talk about Google search query delivers the most relevant answers in milliseconds. And he's drawing a parallel of, hey, it's milliseconds. If that's what Google's doing, then you also need to. So site visitors expect the page to load instantly. Yep. Um, and then they have very little patience. In fact, there's some Google data that says, uh, if a page load increases from one to three seconds, bounce rates, increase by 32%. So that's a that's a one to three seconds, 32% uh, loss in, in people staying on your site. So uh, yes, absolutely make it faster. So Chris, I have a whole deck on speed and yeah. maybe we should do a training and I can go through it because it's, it, it, it's quite compelling how important uh, speed is. And yeah. really that's coming to like server side optimization where you're being hosted you know, are, are, is your, is your stuff being managed? And I, and I think a lot of people are like, Oh, I'll spend 10 bucks on hosting and I'll spend thousands of dollars on marketing. Right. And, and really when you look at the foundation level, um, 
like what's going to make the most difference. That's really one of the things I recommend to a lot of people if they're looking for stuff and they're on a budget. Um, hosting is really where it's at. Uh, managed. Uh, look at like the load times, like when the server. Uh, what 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 we and we've done a podcast on this, like when um, when the when the recalls of the page to where on the server and how it lays out the images is really important to set that up properly so you can reduce that. And if certain things you want to load later um, to create a better user experience. So, I mean, load time speed is, is so important. There's even some case studies uh, that I did include in the deck that talks about, I think Amazon, if, if they lose like one second uh, off their speed, it's like a billion dollars a year or something like that. I mean, there's some crazy numbers uh, out there and, and really, that is what Google's ranking with a lot of these new updates. The lighter the website, the faster the load time, the better the experience has certainly a bigger waiting today. So that is really somewhere you should focus. Well, yeah. a lot of that is really kind of the reason we spun up um, Cohosta, right? Because we just we've been doing the hosting ourselves. Like, hey, this is actually really valuable. It's a valuable service in and of itself because it's focused on uh, all those things important for SEO. Um, so co-host is now its own own entity and soon will be we're, flying its own wings. Yeah, no, cohosta.com. Um, we're going to be really launching that, I think, next week. So it, it's already up and running. We're still um, in, in development of the, the front end. Uh, but we should be having William on next week, I think, to to get this thing kicked off. And he has a great resume from Google and GoDaddy and a few other, um, you know, very impressive places. And he's uh, running uh, our co-host division and uh, doing a great job. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, that'll be, I, I'm actually out next week. So that'll work out perfectly to bring in William and and, and kind of keep things going. Very cool. Okay. Sounds good. All right, so um, Le, Le, what? How do I how do I pronounce his name again? Lemuel, like Samuel, except Lemuel. Uh, tapping into the insights delivered in real time on demand search data informs more accurate keyword and topic research, an understanding of local and seasonal trends and emerging opportunities as well. So uh, he's drawing the parallel to the speed of Google, and you need to have you know SEO insights really fast. I would argue that you just need to be consistent. Like you need to be consistently visiting those pieces of information. Um, you know, the topic research, understanding of local and seasonal trends and emerging opportunities. You just need to keep revisiting that, whether you do it instantaneously, which might be a, a feature of his tool. I'm not convinced that that's going to make um, the impact that that it, it's 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 not going to make much more impact. I don't know. What do you think, Matt? I'm lost. I have no idea. Okay. I don't think it's good. Just make sure you're doing it, right? Number two is dynamically incorporate EAT, E-A-T. Um, and that's expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness. Those are the underpinnings of Google's perception of content quality. How can you demonstrate these qualities consistently at scale in all of your SEO content? Because you don't just want some of your content to have authority. You want it all. 
Uh, when your space involves millions of pages with savvy competitors making thousands of their own optimizations each week, having the technology to do the heavy lifting of analysis and prioritized recommendations at scale is essential, right? This is where he's talking about his tool. Uh, understand exactly what the, what uh, what needs searchers are looking to fulfill. You can focus on incorporating the elements that make eat uh, worthy content. What Google is looking at as far as EAT is concerned, is the following. The expertise of the content creator, the authority of the content and domain as a whole, as determined by links, citations, brand mentions, and other external signals. And finally, the trustworthiness of the content and brand as determined by specific sources, such as BBB. Now, in terms of kind of developing this EAT, there's no point in trying to cram every possible credential, award, and testimonial into a single piece of content. And this I, I, this phrase, we actually discussed it before the podcast. I was like, I'm not, I'm not sure that that's right. I think really what you want to do is have identify the author of the page or potentially co-authors of the page. And then you got a link. You don't want to throw all the credentials of the authors and the co-authors on that page. You don't want to throw all their awards, all their testimonials. But you do want to throw all of those things onto their bio page and then make sure that that content links to that bio page. So I think there he kind of juxtaposed some some ideas and ended up with a, a sentence, at least to me, that didn't make that much sense. Yeah. So uh, first I read the, the, the point one and I agree with you, Chris. Um, you, you just need to constantly revisit what you're doing. Um, but speed is important, right? So those are the takeaways there. And this, yeah, eat. We've done some uh, podcasts on eat on our website. In the insight section, we have some guidelines put together. I'm going to roll those those guidelines out, break it apart, roll them out as blogs. Um, eat is extremely important. It's really like authorship on steroids, in my opinion. So who, who is the author? What is their credentials? And then what are other people saying about them? It's really um, for a person or for a business, like what is their brand, right? What is their brand? What do people think about their brand? Um, how, how are people identifying it? And certainly they Google has like whitelisted or however you look at it, maybe blacklisted sites. I'm not sure exactly, uh, but um those certain sites carry a, a lot more weight than others, right? And really, I think what you want to do is, I agree with you, Chris, put it on the uh, bio page, uh, have a bio page or an author page for any article. It needs to have an author, needs to have a bio, needs to have a little bit about the company. And then there's things like, um, is it called a Gravatar, right? For WordPress, mm. um, building an online profile that can be interlinked you can use uh, schema, uh, same as, to, to link all that together because say you're a doctor, uh, people want to know, do you have good reviews? Do you have any malpractice? Um, they want to know that the reviews on this other page are the same person. And so really what you need to do, and the best way to do it, I think, is through schema, if you have the ability to do it, is to say this entity is the same as, right? And even on the back of WordPress, filling out that information, linking to uh, your different social media pro profiles. Because what you're trying to do is build a web or a connection of this is who I am. And so any statement I make anywhere I make it uh, is coming from me. And then weight that equally about what other people 
are saying and doing relative to that information. Yep. Nope. That makes sense. So that was dynamically incorporate eat. You got to, you know, again, these are all issues of you've got a lot more pages. You've got a lot more content. How are you handling kind of the strategy of SEO overall? So, so number three is embrace intelligent automation. Uh, there are several ways intelligent automation with embedded AI facilitates SEO at scale. So this is going to be entirely about uh, bright edge. And I'm going to just read a couple of these because because that's the, that's the reality. When we're talking about true enterprise SEO, you're talking about and, and actually there's a big range. But when you're talking about the upper echelon where you're talking hundreds and thousands of pages that you've got to manage and, you know, potentially millions of products like that, that's when you've got to have automation techniques that that work. And here's some of that 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 uh, that the advantages include prioritizing manual optimization so your team can focus on the things that will drive the greatest impact in terms of customer experience and revenue. Right. Like it's outsource the things that are standard and then keep in, in, in this case outsource to the to the software and then keep those things that require you, you to process, to think about, to strategize yeah. about, keep those uh, with the with the humans on your team, uh, as opposed to the robots on your team. Uh, reducing the time required for data extraction, manipulation, and analysis, even while dramatically increasing capacity. Um, I know I actually had a, a conversation with our team this week, and, and they're going to put together a report that previously was unavailable. And that's about, well, it was unavailable without manual processing. And now we're automating that so that the team can, again, focus on strategy, focus on those things that the team adds more value doing. Running more effective tests more often, removing the guesswork from your SEO to-do list. Uh, that's just a couple. I don't want to keep going down that list. Yeah. You know, really a list well, of AI advantages. Yeah. So I think that one of the things that this tool does offer um, is not just like basic best practices of things to consider, maybe like other tools, it actually analyzes the website and says, here are things you need to do, right? Uh, and then um, because it's like so many different tools, it's like a Swiss army knife um, that sometimes you can hit a button and it'll do some of those things for you. And then really from a reporting standpoint, the more data and the more data manipulation you have under one roof, the more ways you can slice that data and see what's going on. So I think that that's really what they're expressing here is we have this uh, all encompassing tool. And um, because we have all that data in there and we have the most accurate data is what they're saying. This is, um, you know, we have the ability to do things you can't do other places. And, uh, you know, I think everybody has to have like an AI piece to it. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. again, I don't know how strong um, their AI is or uh, machine learning. I had tested out uh, that that uh, piece of the tool so much, but uh, it does give you uh, true recommendations uh, of a website based on certain best practices of what's going on and what you need to do. And um, that helps streamline things if you have a bunch of different workers, right? And yeah. you're trying to figure out uh, who does what, right? And you can maybe divvy that out or it gives someone a little bit more direction of what they need to be doing. Sometimes when you look at uh, huge enterprise websites, there's like so much, right? That you could you could do 
and it's somewhat overwhelming. And so this um, narrows the focus, I guess. So. Well, and, and in general with the two, you know, however powerful the AI may or may not be, if you can just get multi-channel data into yes. one place, then it gives you like, it, it, it helps you a lot, which leads us into four. Uh, make multi-channel make sense for you and your enterprise. So too often marketing channels are siloed when today a holistic view of how content is delivered and where across the customer journey is key. So how it's delivered and where it's delivered. It is essential that each piece of content meets a specific customer's need and is optimized so that the purpose is clear to the search engine. And here's what matters most in each channel. Exactly who are you trying to reach? What immediate need are you solving for them? How your content provides the best answer for them and what they can do next, whether in that channel or potentially on another channel. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and and this goes, and we've talked about this all the time. You got to speak to people differently on different channels. They're maybe in a different position on in the sales funnel. Uh, when they're on different channels. And so you've got to be aware of that. You've got to be, uh, and again, cross-channel data is going to help you figure out what where they are in the journey and how to best speak to them. So omni-channel, right, is the buzzword. Yeah. Omni-channel. Yeah. But I think really from a reporting standpoint, um, I, I think, uh, you know, for a while we were using Google Data Studio and then we bolted on uh, Supermetrics, right? Uh, and mm -hmm. And so... That's what I think it's called. But essentially, like we integrated it all so we could see a Facebook campaign combined with the AdWords campaign combined with like what's going on with SEO. And then you can uh, use Google Data Studio to, uh, you know, uh, change how you want the dashboard to show. And then it gives you real time reporting, uh, which is which is quite nice. So, yeah, super metrics. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. So, yeah. All right. So number five, enterprise SEO content. Um, consistently reevaluate and make improvements at scale. This seems to be the, the theme of the podcast. So automated SEO auditing is essential at the enterprise level. Like that's, that's, it's essential basically at every level. It's just, it's overwhelming if you don't have it automated at the, at the enterprise level. While you and your team are focused on strategy and planning innovative campaigns, technology should be doing the work for scanning for things like site errors that can hinder search performance, technical issues that can prevent crawling and indexing entirely, opportunities to improve SEO and user experience with updates to site hierarchy, information organization, on-page SEO elements, and more, and finally, potential barriers to accessing a page or completing an action. I mean, this is this is like soup to nuts, like from the technical side all the way to CRO, conversion rate optimization. Um, yeah, if you've got tool, an automated tool, take take advantage of that. Uh, makes me want to schedule a demo, actually. Um, <laughs> you've we already had your demo. demo. <laughs> <laughs> all right, enterprise SEO content professionals require equal parts arts and technology. Um, Given that we're SEO and we've been doing this podcast for so long, I would say that it's not equal parts. Do you think it's equal part art and technology? I feel like it's, you know, a little bit of art and a whole lot of technology to make sure that that art is actually delivering. And then you change the art again. I think it's more math. 
Yeah, technology. I would throw math <laughs> into the. Okay, here's the next. Would you throw math into the uh, in, into the uh, category of art or technology? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Alongside the art of creating marketing comes a technology a technologically savvy uh, that enables top enterprise marketers to complement their efforts with AI, machine learning, and automation. That's what it takes to deliver at scale the kinds of top quality, engaging, comprehensive content that Google and its searchers crave at scale. <laughs> deploy. Uh, I like I like uh, deploy. That's a new word that um, I don't know that I like. Deploy. Yeah, All right. Lemuel yeah. Park, Patif to you. Um, really good content. Uh, you know, obviously skewer, skewed towards uh, the tool, right? Bright it's an adver, what is it? Info advertorial. Yeah. Advertorial. Yeah. He's got you interested. So it did his job, right? And then now <laughs> we're talking about it and other people. Um, yeah. So I think it had the desired effect. He Ab used big buzzwords, which I liked. Ab absolutely. Deploy. <laughs> deploy scale scale uh, all right i don't know if uh, again if you guys are getting good good value out of this content please go to ewrdigital.com forward slash review or video review to try out pro testimonial um was there anything else you wanted to add? well yeah bright edge you better you better uh if you're going to sponsor us you know you saw how how we could just interweave that <laughs> into your into our podcast we got another player uh, in the space, uh, courting us right now. So step it, not step it up, not just kidding. <laughs> we, we probably should forward this to Mr. Uh, Lemuel. <laughs> Why not? Well, the goal is for right. When he searches for his article, we just pop up right above it. Right. And there's yeah. a video. Yeah. And be like, what's that? Yeah. We're, we're let me, uh, that. let me hear somebody, um, uh, whatever it's called, like, um, curating critique. my article. Yeah. Curate. Uh -huh. It's less of a critique, more of a curation. Um, well, uh, hopefully you got value out of that podcast. We are all about delivering value. Uh, I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. This podcast, this has been podcast 523. Wow. And we're getting up there. Like yeah. we're, we're, we're dating ourselves. Um, until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burris. My name is Matt Bertram. Bye-bye for now. Yeah.